the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel, formerly Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Be seated for a moment. Have you been blessed tonight? Now, there is no better way to start a month than to start it in prayer. Praise God. Yeah, there is no better way to start a month than to start it on the note of prayer. I told you on Sunday, Jesus said, first of all, somebody say first of all. Uh, he said first of all. What God calls first, you cannot do last and expect to get his results. First of all, prayers, supplications, giving of thanks be made for all men. First of all, before you do anything, before you do your business plan, concentrate time in prayer. Before you go on traveling to wherever you'll be traveling to, spend time in prayer. That's what the Bible says. First of all, and it comes from the Greek word protos. Somebody say protos. Out of protos, we have proton. First in place, first in time, the most important, that which precedes all others. That's what it means. It's out of the same word, we have the word first fruits. Praise God. First of all, first of all, and on Tuesday, I began showing you how to pray in tongues. Uh, you see, what this exhortation is designed to do is to help those who have been baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues to understand the power they have within them. Praise God. There are people who have been baptized in the Holy Ghost and they speak in tongues, but they don't speak it often. They are very gentle with their language. And there are those who are also not being baptized with the Holy Ghost. If you are here, you have not been baptized. Lift up your hands. Let me see you. If you have not been baptized in the Holy Ghost, it's not a shame. Oh. Lift up your hands. You don't speak in tongues. It's not a shame. Wow. What a blessing. Praise God. Did I see your hand anyway? Okay. Praise God. Alright. So, I think you are the right audience for me to speak today. You see, you've been baptized with the Holy Ghost, but His power is trapped within you. Praise God. And that power must be released for exploits. The Bible said God is able to do exceedingly. Somebody say exceedingly. Say it exceedingly. Say exceedingly. Abundantly. Above all. I mean, it's as if uh, the adjectives are too many. Exceedingly, abundantly, above all. Above all. Exceed. There are two things that influences what God is able to do. The magnitude of what God is able to do in your life. Two things. Somebody say two things. What I ask. Say it. What I ask and what I think. Say what I ask. What I think. Say what I ask. What I think. These two things, they influence the results and the happenings in your life much more than anything. 
It shows you the power in your thinking. Now I'll teach about it in the course of the year. Why you must think and think right. Why you must guard your thoughts. Because what you think influences your destiny. What you ask influences your destiny. Jabez met God and said, listen, I was wrongly named. I've suffered affliction. He says, if you will bless me indeed and enlarge my coast and that thy hand may be upon me that it may not grieve me. The Bible said the Lord granted him that which he asked. And that was how his destiny was turned around. By asking, his destiny was turned around. What he asked turned his destiny Jacob met the God man. The theophany of God. The appearance of God in the human form. That's what theophany means. Sometimes we throw in a little bit of this theological words to let you be intimidated small. Praise God. Yeah. I go to the office and somebody's misbehaving. Say, stop the theophany behavior. <laughs> Praise God. Now, the theophany simply means the appearance of God in the form of a man. When Jacob encountered God like that, the Bible says, he said, bless me if you, I will not let you go unless you bless me. He said, what is that name? And he called out his name. He said, that's the wrong name. He changed his name. What Jacob asked, he had there. And he said, and he blessed him there. What you ask and what you think. The Bible said, behold, the people is one. Je- uh, uh, Jeremiah, uh, no, no, Genesis. The people is one and the thing which they have imagined to do. What they have thought to do, what they have conceived in their mind, nothing shall be able to. What is controlling your life? Is it the thought of men? Is it vainful thoughts? Or the mediocre thoughts that you have been you have been nurtured with, you've grown up with? Praise God. God is not a small God. You have to think big. Somebody say, think big. You have a big God, you must think big. There are some dreams in my heart. When I share with some of you, <laughs> You, you will be shocked. Praise God. You have to think big. He's able to do. Now, keep that scripture in mind. God is able to do. He's, in, in other words, he's limited. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above. He's able. So, when you are not thinking according to that ability, you limit his capacity in your life. He's able to do. According God has tied his ability to what you are asking and what you are thinking. He's limited his ability to what you think or you ask. Well, on Tuesday and Wednesday, we've been touching on praying in the spirit or praying in tongues. Somebody say praying in the spirit. Praying in tongues. Yeah, everything I have done in ministry, every initiative I have birthed in ministry, it has come forth out of praying in the spirit. Praise God. I don't know. I don't know anything that anything significant I've done in ministry, any directive I receive in ministry that did not come through praying in the spirit. Praying in the spirit. The more I pray in the spirit, my spirit opens up. The Holy Ghost begins to tell me, "Do this, do that, do that, do that." You see, when you pray in the spirit and finish, you are done praying in the spirit. The Holy Ghost begins to talk to you, and I'll talk to you about that at another time. Because most of the time we pray in the spirit and we just go. We just, we finish now, we engage in useless conversations. So we can't pick divine signals. Praise God. When you engage intimately in the spirit of, in prayer, when you are done, allow him time. Give him. You can soak in worship. You can do whatever. But 
in the course of a day, all be sensitive. Somebody say sensitive. Say sensitive. Sensitive. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 14 to 15. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 14 to 15. For let's go now. For if I say it, for if I pray in a my spirit pray it. Now I like it. He said, For if I because a lot of people who have problems with tongues say that this, how can you uh, just uh, open your mouth and you, you open your mouth now? You say you are praying in tongues. The spirit must move you. Listen, he said, If I, somebody say, If I, the spirit, if I pray in unknown tongue, a lot of people have a lot of excuses. You see, I told you yesterday, tongues is not something Satan understands. So he will do everything possible to discredit it in your mind and in your hearts. The reason why, um, there are many spiritual gifts, nine of them, supernatural manifestations and all of those things. But tongues is the number one that is keenly contested, even among Christians. There are some people who believe that it has ceased. And that is uh, more doctrinal. It, it will come, I will do some teaching on it later. This time, I just want, I know you don't doubt tongues. I know you believe in tongues. So, I'm not here to convince you. I'm just trying to encourage you to know and release the power that is at work in you. That's what this, this exhortation is about. Praise God. If I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit pray it. My understanding is unfruitful. Don't seek to understand it. Just pray it. My mind is wandering. Keep on praying. It's not needed. Why should you worry about your mind which is wandering when it is not needed in the prayer you are engaged in? Praise God. My spirit prayeth. My understanding is unfruitful. Therefore, he said, I will pray. Somebody say, I will pray. Say, I will pray. Say, I will pray. So, what it is then? I will pray with the spirit and I will pray with understanding also. I will sing with the spirit. Praise God. I will sing with the spirit. I will sing with the spirit. I will sing. Now listen. I will means I'm doing it at my will. Praise God. I will sing with the spirit. I will sing with understanding also. Your boss provokes you in the office. You go and sit somewhere. But the time you come out from that place, all the boiling anger has left you. I will sing with the spirit. I will pray with the spirit also. He said, I will pray with the spirit. I will pray. Now listen, I appreciate these two. I've been meditating on it for a very long time. I will pray with the spirit. I will pray with understanding also. First things first. First things what? There are two levels of praying. There are two levels of singing there. One is with the spirit. The other is with understanding. The first is the spirit. The second. And in the singing tree is the same thing. I will sing with the spirit. I will sing with the understanding also. Why is it so important that we pray in tongues? Praying in tongues helps you to fellowship with God at on a more intimate and deep level. Somebody say intimate. Say intimate. We saw that from 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2. He said, if you praise in the private language of tongues, God understands you but no one else. You are sharing intimacies. Somebody say intimacies. The message version says, I'm sharing intimacies. Somebody say intimacies. Between you, just between you and God. 
Praying in the spirit edifies you. Somebody say it edifies you. There are some weaknesses they will just drop you off of you by themselves. When you pray in the spirit, the Holy Spirit, according to John, is our strengthener. Somebody say, my strengthener. He strengthens you. How? By his indwelling presence. And you release his strength in prayer. The more you pray in the spirit, your spirit. He said, he that speaketh an unknown tongue speaketh not unto man. For no man understanded him. He that speaketh unto in tongues edifieth himself. Edifies. 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 Until the, I told you the word edifies. The root comes from edifice. Somebody say edifice. He said, this is a very beautiful edifice. A huge, gigantic, beautiful, nice building. That's what it is. The more you pray in the spirit, the more beautiful your edifice becomes. What is that edifice? That edifice is not your spirit. Your spirit is charged and renewed when you pray in tongues. But much more is your body. What did the Bible say? It said your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. So when you pray in tongues, the more you pray in tongues, the more the weaknesses and the sicknesses and they leave your body. No more shall you be afflicted. So when you wake up in the morning, say, I'm feeling weak, I don't know. Listen, that is a, don't look for para and take. That is a time to blast in some tongues for 31 hour. And by the time you finish, check yourself out whether the headache will be there. Praise God. He said, if the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead. That is a scripture that always brings me to the altar. No matter how weak I feel in my body. And I've felt some way many times. Praise God. I've felt some way many times standing on the altar. But you will see it. Because when I stand here, as I'm coming, my consciousness and my mind, if the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me, he that raised Christ from the dead shall quicken my mortal body. Now, you see, he didn't say your spiritual body. He said your mortal body. This body that can perish, it can receive divine quickening. Tonight, receive divine quickening. I say receive divine quickening. In the mighty name of Jesus. By praying in tongues, your body is quickened. So it's not it's not uh, something that has to do with just uh, your spirit. He said he edifies himself. Your spirit is part of yourself. And then of course, we said praying in tongues gives you access to divine secrets. Somebody say divine secrets. There, there are secrets in everything. There's a way you can present your case to a person. He will not, you have no choice than to give you what you need. There are secrets in every trade. There are secrets in every profession. And the Holy Ghost is the custodian of all secrets. Somebody say he's the custodian of all secrets. He gives all secrets. The secret things belong to God. And he reveals them by our engagement with him. You see, the, the, the more intimate you are with the person, the more the person opens their heart to you. Am I communicating? The more intimate you are, the more intimate. And the only way you are going to enjoy that level of intimacy is when you spend time communicating to him in the language of intimacy, which is the language of the spirit. The more time you spend speaking to him, the more intimate he begins to talk to you. I have received divine ideas, inspirations, all kinds of things while in under the shower. Praise God. Under the shower, they will just flow. I have a small machine small machine. It's in my office. Uh, sometimes I carry it with me. I've not used it in a long time. But I carry it with me so that when inspirations drop like that, immediately I just pick 
and man, listen, and I speak, then it records it. Then later, it can translate it in the printed form. Praise God. Praise God. Because I don't want to lose out any vital information. Divine inspiration. Divine inspiration. The Bible said there's a spirit in man and the inspiration of the Almighty. The inspiration. If you are going to succeed at a higher level, you need inspiration. Not inspiration that comes from outside. The inspiration that's from within. Praise God. The one that's from where? From within. If you are waiting for people to inspire you outside, you will aspire. Because a lot of people are looking for inspiration. You have to stay inspired. How do you stay inspired? You, you, the more you fire up yourself, the more you become stimulated and charged. Praise God. Praise God. Now listen, you are not a natural being. To operate like that is to destroy your destiny. You are a super. He that is born of the flesh is flesh. He that is born of the spirit is spirit. The reason why your resource is the same as unbelievers is because you are functioning on the same platform with them. All the knowledge you use is the same thing you sat in class with everybody and they are using. How else will you be different? The reason why Daniel excelled and exceeded his compatriot is because there was a spirit at work in him. Everybody operated. They were all trained. Were they not all trained? Check it out. They were all trained by the same teachers. But when Daniel, if he was a lawyer, he stood in court and presented the case. They are like, ah, this guy, where did he train? Where is he coming from? Who, who was his teacher at medical school? Who taught him how to manage? Who taught him how to lead people? All by divine inspiration. That is the level you'll be functioning in. I said that is the level you'll be functioning in. That is the level you'll be functioning in. Say a better amen if you believe it. Now let me leave you with this. Praying in tongues helps you to pray effectively about the unknown. Somebody said the unknown. There are many things. When we start a month like that, there are many things we don't know. There are people who run into accidents they didn't plan. There are people who run into opportunities they didn't plan. There are many things you don't know. There are many of them. And when you spend time praying in tongues, you are effectively praying about things you don't know. You see, that's why praying in English or tree or whatever is limited. You limit your destiny. Why? Because you can only pray as far as you know. Am I communicating? You can only go as far as you know. So, if you don't have knowledge, you cannot cover it. But thank God the Holy Spirit knows all things. Oh, he knows all things. And your spirit is in tune with him. You see, it's not, the Bible says we have the mind of Christ. Praise God. The mind of Christ is a perfect mind. He knows all things. Your spirit is also perfect. That's why you must engage your spirit in prayer. Because your mind is not perfect, but your spirit is perfect. The Bible said the spirit of just men made perfect. When you got born again, your spirit was made perfect. There is nothing, there is nothing sinful, there is nothing holy in your spirit. Your spirit is perfect. That's why it can share fellowship with God. Praise God. You pray effectively about the unknown. Somebody say, when I pray in tongues, I pray effectively about the unknown. There are many things we don't know. Unknown people, unknown things, unknown events, unknown circumstances, all kinds of things. And now, now, let me shock you with this. 
Because there's a scripture we've been quoting very often. But the light of it hit my spirit just uh, this season. Romans chapter 8 verse 26 to 29. Romans chapter 6, 8 verse 26 to 29. Look at this. He said, likewise. Somebody say, likewise. Oh, likewise, the spirit also helped our infirmity. The word infirmity is weaknesses. Likewise, the spirit helped our infirmity. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought to. That is, we, 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 there are many things we can pray about very well. We know not what we ought to pray as we ought to. But the spirit, somebody said the spirit. Oh, the spirit, when you begin to engage... He maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be altered. Verse 27. Look at verse 27. He said, verse 27. Hey, and he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the spirit because he maketh intercession for us according to the will of God. Now listen, look. Before you jump into 28 and say, all things work together for my good. Get the context right. Praise God. This is the context. When you pray effectively about unknown things. And when you pray in line with the perfect will of God, then the Bible says, all things work together for the good of them who love God and are the called according to his purpose. Look at that. Go to verse 28 and all things we know. Somebody say, we know. He's in the studio. Oh. <laughs> you can't just sense the spirit when he's at work. We know all things. How many of you have quoted it before? You don't spend time praying about the unknown things. You see, because you have already sent prayer, and prayer is working out on the unknown things, things you don't know about, you pray and organize them to work in your favor by praying in the spirit. So when you are not praying in the spirit, you are robbing yourselves. Many accidents occur in people's lives who don't spend time praying in the spirit. Praise God. Because there are things you don't know about. An accident has been plotted, you don't know about. But you wake up. You sit, you go, you come back, and it's as if nothing happened. No, they, they happen in the spirit. God has sent some things in the spirit. That is what you have at your disposal. That's what tongues is about. It's not, it's not just about uh, speaking to show off. No, 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 no. It's a weapon. Somebody say a weapon. Say praying with all, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the oh, supplication. Effective supplication is done in the spirit. So when, when you are praying about personal needs, God knows them. So it's not your, uh, Lord, I need a car. No, I need a house. That is not now that you are telling him. You can, he, he said, I know your need before you ask me. But there are some of the needs you are asking now. He knows you don't need it now. And when you begin to switch to tongues, the Holy Spirit begins to pick the ones that are relevant. And he begins to address them one after the other. Am I communicating here at all? Now, that's prayer. That is how you get results. Praise God. That's how you get results. Prayer will be exciting for you. So, if you are regularly visiting the hospital,
Pastor Afroko has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflivechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afroko on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflive.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our celebration services at our headquarters church, 6.45 a.m. to 8 a.m. for our first service, 8.30 a.m. to 9.45 a.m. for our second service, and 10.15 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. for our third service, and on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 7.45 p.m. Locate us on the top floor of Nanama Ejakumar Plaza, opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santati Runabout, Kumasi. Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on our YouTube and Facebook pages, Embassy of Life Chapel. God richly bless you. Oh, 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 oh,